0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Your Wellness Podcast. And you know me already, Obel, and I have Patricia with us. Well, yes. I, I never let you introduce yourself. That's okay. That's okay. I'm used to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But um, we that's are... Not, not good.
0: We are so excited because as you can hear, we have a guest with us. And like I always say... He's very special to us too. And mm-hmm. I think all of our guests are special because they I think they all bring their unique perspective when it comes to wellness. And this one for me is going to be, I think it's going to be very edifying mm-hmm. and uh, very useful to some of us out here who are really just struggling in overall mental health and emotional wellness mm-hmm. as well as sexual wellness. That's right. And so we are excited to have us none other than Dr. Jixi (laughs) and um, he's a psychotherapist and I know he has many other titles and I will allow him to introduce himself to us and tell us more about him and his background and Dr. Jixi thank you so much for being here thank you thank you for having
1: me uh it's a pleasure to be here uh it's always a pleasure uh to get together to have great conversations um looking forward to the talk um it's uh should be good I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yes, of course. Well, just tell us a little bit about yourself as a psychotherapist. And I know you also, you know, there's the title of sexologist, but you don't want to be confined too much to that. But tell the public exactly what you do. Well,
1: I I never like too many titles because I think uh, as Haitians, we are too title driven. Mm. So I try to not uh, be boxed in any circles, but for the purpose of, uh, self-identification, I understand that it is necessary. Mm -hmm. I am Dr. Jesse Belazere. I reside in the state of Florida. I completed my undergraduate work in psychology at the Florida State University in Tallahassee. I did my graduate studies at Nova Southeastern Eastern University down here in the South Florida area. I have been licensed in the state of Florida to practice psychotherapy for the past 12 years, I would say. I'm also uh, a specialist in sex therapy. Uh, I am a qualified supervisor here in the state of Florida, meaning that we supervise interns who are uh, completed, who have completed the, uh, the academic portion of their work, now getting ready to become licensed clinicians. We provide the supervision as well. And I'm also an addiction professional here in the state of Florida. So licensed by the state of Florida and the state of Nevada, to treat and diagnose all type of mental health disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, I really uh, care a lot about mental wellness. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of emphasis have been placed in mental illness. I think mental wellness is important, especially when it comes to the African tribe. And when I refer to the African tribe, I speak of anyone uh, from the island of Haiti, mm-hmm. Jamaica, uh, the our mainland and africa so that's why when i talk about the tribe i refer to that uh, mm-hmm. that group of it so uh, obviously sex um it's like i think it's david that says i am and i'm very happy when they tell me to go to the house of the lord mm-hmm. i am always excited when i can meet with anyone to talk about sex it's one of the greatest topics that
2: Wow, awesome. impressive. <laughs> so impressive.
0: <laughs> and I love that it's not like we're going to be, we were just going to be uh, boxed into that sex conversation i mm-hmm. love that we're going to be able to explore you know the different aspect of mental wellness mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's funny because when i met dr jc you know we we you you participated in another show that i watched and i really loved and it was in our language creole and he had a lot of great things to say <laughs> about sex and the things that mm-hmm. we don't know and you know helping our people and i feel like oh my goodness like we need to have him on i remember that cuz
2: i was uh, i was a viewer <laughs> i wasn't the Why chance, you
1: watching? you the be watching that show that's a that's <laughs> be against your religion, right? Because your religion <laughs> tells you what you should and shouldn't do. We're going don't to address that.
0: We're going to address that later, Doc. That's why we're here. We're going to address that later because <laughs> <laughs> oh we're sick <laughs> of this.
2: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We're just sick of this. <laughs> right.
1: Now, I did promise you. I did promise you I was going to behave. So let me get back uh, to
0: no, you. I do not We're allowed to be free mm-hmm. when we're here because this is just a conversation that I think yeah. is going to help and benefit a lot of people. But before okay. we get and dive into all those important topics mm-hmm. we do have a little game that we like to play with our guests and we just do the this or that um okay. basically where you just picking between you know two items which one you rather have and i always tell people don't tell me both if you, they put a gun on your head in your head right now which one would you pick okay because some people just want to have it all mm-hmm. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's stop let's stop we're kidding um all right so we're gonna do just this and that um, with you, Doctor JC, um, we were, we already answered some of those questions before, mm-hmm. but we're gonna go with actually there's some new ones, so we can answer as well. All right, so coffee or tea?
1: Uh, why must I choose? <laughs> uh, oh
0: my god! Uh, before, That's uh, how before. I always answer.
1: <laughs> I mean, the, the the thing is, we are we are humans. That means we have endless possibilities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the minute that you're asking me to choose, you're asking me to end my possibilities. And wow. I felt like that would be a disservice to the human nature.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. wow. So you don't want so to pick one? Uh,
1: we one? have endless possibilities.
0: So do you drink, drink la- any? Do you drink any? Do you drink coffee
1: I drink, I drink. I drink tea during COVID because I do believe that uh, uh, the remedies actually work. Okay. Uh, but I am not religiously uh, a tea drinker, if that makes sense. Coffee, okay. yeah. I don't understand why people drink it
0: oh mm. that's good so that you're neither so then okay oh, oh. Yeah, is he's, he's yeah he's neutral he doesn't mm-hmm. really drink one so mm-hmm. good that's good to know mm-hmm. um summer or winter
1: <laughs> I like the summer being in the state of Florida um oh. I, I I love to smell the heat um so summer is the best 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 time
0: that's different that he yeah. said he loves smelling the heat You would think somebody Say I like the Mm feeling You know I love being warm But he's like I love to smell the heat That's cool There's that
1: dirt You feel the dirt The smell of the dirt Coming Mm -hmm, up mm -hmm. It's a beautiful smell But at the same time We And not to be philosophical I'm trying to Play along with you But Mm -hmm. we need to understand I look at life As Mm complementary, Meaning that It's not Contradictory Mm -hmm. Meaning that the summer complement the winter, mm-hmm. the cold complement the the hot. We need it to see the beauty of life. So, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. okay, uh, I was looking for uh, the please. name. Um, Petrichor is the name of our earth. It's mostly, and there is a, another smell like when it rains. Yes, and it's the very hot. Yes, yes And then yes, you yes. smell the earth. I love yeah. that one. Petrichor I'm, is the yes. name. Yep. I love, love,
1: it. Yes, it, I love that. Yes, there's that. There's that's. It's very beautiful. It's like mm-hmm. uh, there's that feeling as well in Haiti. I don't know if mm-hmm. yes. Yes. you. Yes, I to.
2: was I was there when, when was,
1: coffee mm-hmm. on Saturday. I think right Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. when they are doing coffee. Uh, there's the smell of that coffee. It's just kind of all over the town mm-hmm. that anybody who works in the in the neighborhood, you can smell that someone is, uh, mm-hmm. is making coffee. There's a way of making yes, coffee. That mm-hmm. so but that's true. I'm a country boy as well. So that's, uh, I guess they that's that. They used to
2: grind it in the big pilon. Yes. Like yes. There you go. Uh-huh. There you go. Man, oh, yeah. I miss I my country. Uh, mm-hmm. We have the
0: best stuff. Um, Are you consider? do you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert?
1: I have an altered ego. Uh, I, my altered ego is very introvert, uh, but uh, Jason Bellows there is, uh, is not.
0: Wow. Mm. You're very intriguing, Dr. Jason. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, do you prefer texting people or calling them?
1: I think it's uh, just text. Uh, I'm very bad at responding, as you might know. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's too much to call Sometimes Um, texting is better for texting, but it's delayed.
0: Okay, Mm. okay. And uh, as I can only imagine this one, but rainy day or sunny day,
1: life is beautiful. It's complimentary. I find beauty in the one is raining. Uh, I find beauty when it's not. Uh, I love life.
2: Love it. You know something? I hope after this round that you now start accepting me. <laughs> when you ask me to choose things, and then I'm like, you know what? Let's think about it for a second because that's how I always answer her oh, no. question. Just like, no. If they put a gun to your head right now, you have to pick one thing. I'm like, I mean, no. it's just
0: a game, and I think I'm the same way. So don't 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 take me too seriously, Doctor JC, because this is just no, a no. Game. I'm not. I'm not sorry.
1: no. No, I do not psychoanalyze yeah. everywhere I go.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> it's <laughs> just a, it's
2: just a I, game,
0: but it's good just to get to know the person, and mm-hmm. I and by by you just doing that and entering the way that you did too, mm-hmm. you I, we just the, our audience just got to know you a little bit yeah. as well. well mm, so right. we're gonna just really just dive into mm-hmm. the questions, um, and we're like we're really firm believers that information is very essential for people for for the public, and the more you kind of put yourself in a position to learn and just. Be a sponge; mm-hmm. you can improve your life in mm-hmm. all aspects.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, we want to ask you this question, Doctor JC: Like, what is when it when it comes to mental wellness, um, and overall mental wellness? What is what is that to you?
1: Well, it's to be in a state of mind where you can uh, appreciate life for its beauty, and uh, like I was saying earlier, not to confine yourself to life. Is only beautiful if I am here, or life can only be great if I am there. Mm-hmm. So it's to be open to the possibilities of life and be able to enjoy life, what life has to offer. Mm-hmm. It's the absence of uh, okay. mental illness, and mm-hmm. is for that to happen. It's a multi-dimensional thing. You have to be physically well. If you're a spiritual person, you have to be uh, uh, spiritually well. So it, uh, it is a multi-dimensional. Uh, thing that's going to lead you to look at life and say, LG, life is good.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I do. I do. I love that. Yeah. You know what? Um, now that we're talking about mental wellness, so now how would you, would you apply that same definition to sexual wellness? Or do you think there is another layer to that? Well,
1: sexual wellness, the sexual wellness fall on the part of your mental wellness mm-hmm. if sex is important to you. The ability, uh, the idea of sexual wellness is to have the physical ability, the emotional ability, the desire, and all this thing to perform your own sexuality. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, if I have sexual desire, but I am physically unable to, for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. to perform that sexual desire, then I am not sexually well. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... I am suffering the inability to perform something that I desire. So the idea of sexual wellness goes back to the ability, physical ability, emotional ability, spiritual ability to be in a place to perform what you want to do sexually.
0: Nice, nice. And do you feel like um, now that we can we can keep it a little bit mm-hmm. more general when it comes to mental health as well as we can tie it with sexual wellness? Do you think that sometimes um, people are mentally um, not well and they don't realize the impact it has on their sex lives and how can they identify that because sometimes we're not well and we just think oh yeah I'm just that way but we don't really learn ourselves and why we behave the way that we do- We behave when it comes to whatever aspect it is in our lives especially in, in, in you know obviously in our sex lives
1: well, well your sexual wellness is not going to solve your mental problems mm-hmm. You could be mentally deficient, if you want to use that word, or mentally unwell, mm-hmm. but you are having a, a lot of sex. Okay. Okay. So really, right now, for you to be mentally well, you need to ask yourself, what do I want? What works for me? Because we have to understand that mental wellness is not a one-size-fits-all so it had the individual must be able to look at themselves in the mirror and ask themselves what exactly do i want in order for me at the place to in order for me to be at the place that i want to be mentally mm-hmm. and then after i get there then i accumulate other things to make me to to embellish that mental wellness if that makes any sense but If you think that you're not mentally well you're just gonna set yourself up to be mentally well Mm. I mean the devil is a liar it it does not work that way Um, as a matter of fact if you sexually you are so sexually driven that could be an indication of your lack of mental wellness because you're searching for you're searching for something that's probably not there and you think that sex is what's going to give it to you mm-hmm. and you keep on searching you never find it mm-hmm. then you become empty mm-hmm. so i think the idea of sex uh, especially in our society uh that i think is very misunderstood at times it's purposely done that way because it's uh, it's anything that can bring money in our society it's right, it's a right. big deal uh, so the idea of sex is commercialized, then that kind of uh, make it uh, a very unhealthy concept by time because as long as we can get the money out of it, then that's all that matters. Uh, so um, I think we need to strive to be mentally well. Then once we are mentally well, if there we will be able to realize what is missing, then we're going to continue to add what, what is the missing component If that makes any sense It does yeah.
0: It does I'm thinking about the, When you said that It is commercialized I'm thinking about like The question of nudity How mm-hmm. you're seeing A lot of people On your social media now It's just like You know You see nakedness Really soft yeah. porn Do you feel like that No kind I, of, don't. <laughs> I
2: don't I oh, don't Yeah Not you <laughs> <expecting it. laughs> Some Isn't people have eyes. no choice, you know, browsing and yeah. then seeing the You trying to accuse
1: me you're trying to accuse me of things that I have not done. So I will plead the fifth <laughs>
0: Okay, not necessarily, you, yeah. but you know, the, sometimes I, I realize I, like,
1: I'm messing with you. I, I, course, I know, so don't we, know
0: we know, but you know, when we're scrolling on social media nowadays, yes. it's yes. all you see. That's mm-hmm. like you know, you try to control your algorithm, but at some mm-hmm. point, you're going to see a naked girl or, yeah. or a guy with their chest open
2: mm-hmm. or people
0: making out without you know, like you t- asking. And, and
2: they're married couple, and that's another thing too. um, I think we can go into like the topic of voyeurism i um where you know that's like a category in porn, right but when we on social media well, and then we we go I mean not the whole thing I'll, I'll out for the definition <laughs> these
1: are I mean not uh, these are some very interesting topics. Now, we can sit here from January 1st to December 31st and have conversations about just one of these questions you guys are asking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go back to the idea of porn. What is porn? You know, the question can easily be asked. Right. What is porn? Is it someone who is naked or is it anything that is has led me to sexual arousal? So now I guess the definition that we we want to have a working definition you are when you refer find to porn is that someone who's naked Well, what if a naked person does not lead me to uh, to be horny or to have a uh, 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 so but for I guess everyday definition of porn is a naked person uh, or they the genitals are showing or whatever the case might be that's our working definition but we must understand Porn can go beyond just the genitals being exposed. It could be just if I like your arm, your arm could be
0: pornographic to me. Mm-hmm. That's why they, they have the, um, the fetish. What now. is the what is the app everybody's Fens? using? Fan Club or what is it? Only fans? Only fans? <laughs> I don't know. Only fans, and people are just um, showing their showing feet. their feet and making money. <laughs> now, do you think that kind of sen- desensitize some people when it comes to intimacy. you know intimacy? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we must not equate intimacy with sex. I can have sex with you, but I'm not intimate with you.
0: That is very true. Uh,
1: So does porn uh, lead to a sense of, uh, uh, does it reduce intimacy between couples? Sex is one thing that is specific to one individual, uh, to another. So you might have one couple that the exposure to pornographic uh, content Led to a less less desire you might find another one that did that exposure just lead them to a higher drive so what is important is that we must not create a situation where we apply uh, a one size fit all for sexual behaviors mm-hmm. so and that's the danger of addressing sexual topics mm-hmm. it is so specifically tailored toward the specific individual that no two individuals, you might be surprised to see no two couples are the same. Mm -hmm. That's something we call the sexual template. Basically is the things that turn you on, the things that make you want to have sex. And this thing varies from one individual to another. Now porn for some people, it encourages the sexual life of their relationship. I have couples who watch one together and because it helps them do a very, get into a very good sexual session. I have other couples who just don't like it. I have couples who don't like to see the full naked body, but they want to see part of it. So does it, it does for some, but for others it is what they want. It's just what the doctor prescribes.
2: But I have a question. I have a follow-up to that. Um, There is this general assumption that um, porn actually kind of just uh, affect our expectation of a partner. Like, let's just say, for example, okay, I don't know what I like yet, you know, since you say it's individualized. And we're just watching porn, and then I see this person is doing this position, and then now I want my partner to try this position with me. Um, yes. do you find that this is the general, like the general idea, yes. can we say that neg- negatively? Mm-hmm.
1: That is true. I, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Sex is not what you see at Hollywood. Hollywood lies. <laughs> we need to understand that. Right. Hollywood make it look like a guy just penetrated a female. Then mm-hmm. he's gone like an hour, two hours. That's just a lie. Yeah. No guy can penetrate you. And if I guarantee you, and you could do the experiment if you don't believe me,
2: (laughs) I'm just
1: getting getting started. That's
2: good. That's good.
1: I do not want you to take my words, actually. I would like for you to do the experiment. Get a guy, get him to penetrate you, and then let him go nonstop. I guarantee you he's going to ejaculate within five minutes. But Holloway is showing you that, that the guy actually penetrates nonstop for two hours, that's just what they do to mm-hmm. make things sell. Mm-hmm. And now you get a partner, you expect this guy to do two hours mm-hmm. because you saw that on television, then that kind of destroy the, the health mm-hmm. of your relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so I then-
1: agree with you 100% that, yes, it, it, it does complicate things, but at the same time, we understand that things that we see on television are not necessarily real.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So in other words, we shouldn't be watching porn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't, like, don't want to just know, make things black and you white. You know, the beautiful, right.
1: part, the beautiful part about my profession, I never tell folks what yes, to, do. to do.
0: Yeah, I love
2: that. I always
1: yeah. encourage uh, folks to do what is best for them. Yeah. Uh, so long that they can discover what is best for them. Mm-hmm, yeah. If mm-hmm. it's not against your religious beliefs. Yeah. If it's not against the practice of the society in which you live, or if, which, which, which will make it illegal, mm-hmm. then it is up to you. Your sex is between you and the person that you have sex with. Okay. It's not nobody else. And your God, of course, yeah. if yeah. you have one.
2: Yeah. Yes. Now, as a psychotherapist, I want to go, since we're talking about expectation, I want to go in um, people who have been sexually abused and now mm-hmm. in a relationship. Um, So some of the things that um, a symptom of that is that some people get numb in certain places and some people just don't like certain type of foreplay and things like that. So have you ever had clients like this? And what do you recommend? How do they should have pushed their sex life um, to create that intimacy and make it pleasurable for both parties?
1: Well, although I tend not to make recommendations without spec- uh, right. saying things specifically, but in a general case, what is important is for the partner who, uh, who was not the victim of the abuse to try to understand where that person is coming from. I really encourage this couple to go to therapy. I know Haitians don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage the couples to go to therapy and allow the person who was subjected to the to the abuse to tell them how she feels i'm assuming that the female was that although the male can be the victim as well mm-hmm. let everyone know how you feel and let everyone know what exactly it will take for you to start feeling better mm-hmm. listen to the partner who was the victim if you touch her or if you touch him a specific place and she said don't touch me listen don't force yourself on that person if you do you risk you run the risk of trying to uh for that person to relive that moment and that's going to actually backfire so my best advice or best recommendation is for this couple to really seek the uh, therapeutic help of someone who is skilled enough to address the trauma that person was subjected to
0: that is really good. Yeah. I think that's very important when it comes to like, what if the couple, sometimes, you know, the person that's been sexually abused probably wants to go see a therapist, but their partner mm-hmm. probably doesn't. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, maybe it is, and you can correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, it would benefit for both partners mm-hmm. to seek therapy together.
2: Right.
1: You know? Well, what you want to do, if that person is, so the victim is not ready or the other person is not
0: ready is that what you're asking yes the other person is not wanting to or the victim is not ready but then you know they still want to you know know, explore that but it's still like they're not ready maybe to address it together in therapy
1: well then individual therapy will be the best start i this person will have individual therapy or vice versa
0: what if the partner doesn't want to do the therapy but then the other person the it's not the
1: well, that, that the partner has a question to ask himself or herself the partner who was not the victim yet is objecting to uh, the therapeutic assistance there's a question we have to ask mm. is it worth it yeah. for me to live a, a sex life a, a sexless life mm-hmm. or is it better for me to seek A solution for the problem that we have as a couple and eventually I can enjoy the sex that I was created to enjoy and I said I was created to enjoy because sex is a divine uh, blessing that I think we should not take for granted and I specifically use those words divine blessing because I want to come right down the religious alley to understand (laughs) that church has been uh, an impediment in our ability to enjoy our sexual pleasure. So that's a different question. topic.
0: Yeah. No, this that's a different brings topic. this actually brings me to the next question because mm-hmm. religiously <laughs> We are so confined when it comes to sexual Conservative. conversation. Conservative. <laughs> and so I want to know, like, as a Christian who's probably watching us and that wants to kind of bring some excitement in their bedroom, like, what is the, you know, the limit? Is there somewhat of a limit where, you know, some people say they want to use sex toys and some others don't mm-hmm. feel, like, comfortable doing that? Like, mm-hmm. is there somewhat of a a, bet, a a disadvantage when it comes to using, um you know, items for your... Well,
1: here's here's what I'll do. I will not pretend to be a religious leader uh, or uh, a religious mind. But what I do have is the ability to read. And that was a problem. They should have killed me the minute that I learned how to read. But they didn't do it, so they made a mistake. What I do understand... uh, Christianity, uh, most Haitians or folks who are what, watching, they're either Christians or they are voodooists. Okay. Uh, obviously, there's a small percentage of Haitians who are Muslims as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not Jesse Belzer's position to tell you what, what is allowed, what's not allowed. Right. What you ought to do is to separate tradition from spirituality. There's a lot of things that you are told not to do. It's your tradition that's telling you someone who just doesn't like it for themselves, mm-hmm. and they feel like they shouldn't impose that on everybody else. Whereas when you actually consult the, the spiritual book that or the religious book that you use, the religious book makes no mention of those, those things. So I think for Christianity, the constitution for Christianity should be the Bible, as I understand it. What the person ought to do is to consult the constitution for your religion, which is the Bible, and ask yourself, does the Bible say anything about me using sex toys? If the answer is no, like Johnny Cochran, if it don't fit, you must acquit. Hmm. It's not what Jesse Belisar is is saying, who the heck am I to dictate what someone should do in their religion? But what is important is, what does my Bible say? what does the quran say what does the 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 voodoo what's the book that they use what does it say about sex whatever practice that you have
0: Mm, i love that so in other words like we should consult you know god and we should consult you know our bible if you know to kind of feel to know whether or not we're comfortable with the Exploring, exploring well there's a good chance that, that you're
1: not gonna be comfortable if you have been told that to do something since for the past 10 years there's yeah. a good chance when you do it you're not gonna be comfortable with it mm-hmm. that that's is. just psychology 101 Right, In other words, true. if I tell you that it's bad to eat rice for the past ten years yes. and then you really want to eat yes. rice, the first time you eat rice you're gonna feel so guilty about it. Right, right, true. right. You're gonna be looking all over saying that am I gonna die? Then the second time you eat rice again, less fear than until you eat rice every day. Yeah. Then you go like, Man, I'm okay. Rice yes. is not gonna kill me. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to understand there's a really we need to understand that Religion is also part of psychology. Mm -hmm. There's a a, a good interaction between religion and psychology. Mm -hmm. And um, it's possible that you're going to feel guilty because you've been told not to do it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. the question you must ask yourself, if you, my God, have not told me not to do it, why do I have this guilt? And then though, what I understand about the idea of the psychology of spirit, if there's any confusion within yourself, the spirit within you will settle the score. Mm -hmm.
0: I like that. Hello, wellness enthusiast. If you are on the lookout for a holistic company offering natural remedies and skincare products with pure ingredients, your search ends here. Green Olive Tree Outreach was founded with a mission to address community respiratory needs. Recognizing the importance of skincare, they've crafted exceptional skin-loving soaps using locally-sourced whole plants like servile, orange, grapefruits, and mangoes. They offer skin-conscious soaps with natural ingredients like coconut oil, olive oil, shea butter, and clays. These soaps are specifically formulated to help nourish the skin, exfoliate dead skin cells, promote new cell growth, and stimulate white blood cells for skin restoration. These bars... Penetrate the skin rapidly, offering pain relief, inflammation soothing, and balance whole oil production Great options for both men and women But that is not all GoTo has something special for our little ones The Tender Care Baby Soap Perfect for babies, of course, and people with super sensitive skin. And to our listeners and viewers, Green Olive Tree Outreach is excited to offer an exclusive discount. So use our code hashtag wellness for a fantastic 12% off of your first purchase at go to botanical.shop. So that's again, hashtag wellness for a 12% off at go to botanical.shop elevate your self-care journey with go to your well-being is a journey and we are here to walk it with you i,
2: I like love that. that you know something i want to go into something deeper bs
0: <laughs> we're B- talking B- about B-
1: sex now you're asking <laughs> to go deeper. Now, that's never you know that is always the man the man don't want to hear that because as you ask to go deeper, he's telling you got it all, but you ask him for deeper He said that's all I got now all of a sudden he feels he feels insulted that he's not good enough so be careful be careful when you ask to go deeper because there's a possibility that's all he got.
2: Thank you, Dr. J.C. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I can't even I, put my question out. Okay. i like, you go
1: ask your question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I should not. I
2: wanted to talk about <laughs> BD, BDSM. Okay. Um, because if we're talking about, you know, sexual wellness, it's like um, something uh, we're probably taking like something pleasurable. And um Talking about the Bible, what's mm-hmm. acceptable with our spirit and all of these things. What about, do you think that most people who practice, like who likes to have a little bit of pain during um, their sexual activity or want to try things like controlling or role play or anything like that? Do you think that's something that stems from trauma or in? And then, my second thing is if somebody is that somebody's sexual preference, how do you introduce that to your partner
1: as a Christian? Well, whatever your sexual preference is, if it is not your partner's sexual preference, Houston, we got a problem.
2: Mm.
1: And that could be simple missionary stuff. So, that goes for anything you practice sexually. If you're, I'm hoping that your sexual practice is consistent with your partner's sexual practice. Because if it is not, your partner will continue to think of someone who can give me what I want, mm-hmm. what I desire. Mm-hmm. So it goes for any sexual practice. If you like to kiss, your partner does not like to kiss, for instance. Mm-hmm. Do you think all of a sudden that partner will just, Stop liking to kiss. They're just going to suffer not kissing the guy for the past whatever years. Mm. The second part of the question, does it stem from trauma? Oh, yes,
0: that's mm-hmm. true. Um,
1: mm-hmm. It is not. I don't want to put a one size on everything. One size fit all jacket. Uh, there are folks who uh, like pen because they understand this. They, they appreciate the submissive nature of the relationship and they have no history of trauma. As long as, uh, it's the Bible who says that if two or three get together oh
2: my in my name,
1: <laughs> that I will be in your midst. Now, a lot of Christians misunderstand this uh, the this, uh, this psychology. It's not get together physically, it's get together spiritually. That means mm-hmm. we need to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing for sex. As long as two individuals, two grown-up, get together on the same philosophy, then sexual practice is fair as long as it does not go against, like I said, the society in which you live, meaning that the legality of the society that you live. And if three people get together, same accord, same sexual psych- uh, uh, philosophies, it, is, it might be contradictory to what I practice personally, but it's none of my business. Right
2: wow okay I, I don't think that's what uh, you the bible thought i couldn't, like, I couldn't
1: <laughs> like religion you thought i couldn't like religion to this this is very spiritual
2: i know i don't think that's what the bible meant like two or three
0: getting together
1: <laughs> well not well not well the bible that's what i said yeah, the bible yeah. meant that mm-hmm. in a spiritual nature yes
2: yes, yes meaning that true. you could
1: have 50 yes. people get in a room if mm-hmm. they're not in the same spiritual right, age you right. can true. pray from if you, you can pray all day, mm-hmm. he's not in your midst, right? Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. But
1: mm-hmm. if we are connected yes. spiritually, yes, yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: we are together.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I use the same analogy saying, yeah. sexually, yeah. if two people are connected, connected. Yes.
0: that's true. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense on yes. whatever
1: sexual practice that they want to practice, mm-hmm. then that's their problem, that's their yeah. business, that's yeah. none of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm right. not linking saying that that's what the Bible means, it's yeah. just right. the analogy to show you. How to equate the two, the two yeah. philosophies?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. But well, what about people who are studying with a blank canvas? Because we don't always know, you know, if we match sexually. Mm. Let's just say a couple who waited virginity. To, to yeah, yeah we gotta get to, to, get to have, Yeah, <laughs> to, who waited to have sex after they they get married, like. I know you like you have the physical attraction, like we love each right. other, but you don't know if we match sexually. Like if you like it tough, and I have, you know, I I like it, you know, a lot of foreplay and things. So, but you have to have that conversation. So what if you find out that I like this oh, and he like that?
1: So just because I think the concept of virginity. Yeah, we just to because talk about physically, physical just because you're physically virgin, that doesn't mean that you're emotionally or psychologically a virgin. <laughs> So you, you, yeah, okay. You've never been. I
2: Penetrated. mean, let's be fair. That's the. Mm-hmm. Pro-
1: I, I guess that's the problem. Let's be straight up here. Okay. Uh, okay. Just because you've never get laid doesn't mean that you don't, at times, imagine or fantasize about getting laid or getting kissed.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah.
1: So yeah. So physically, yeah, you are a virgin, but psychologically, you've yeah. been to many places. <laughs> let's be honest.
2: <laughs> I never I mean, thought of it that way. <laughs>
1: but, but I mean, it's
2: true. It
1: is. I mean, I'm, I don't want to sit here and give you a bunch of psychological masturbation. That's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. But what it is about is to give you concept that is everyday, that is practical in everyday life. Mm-hmm. You are. You're not going to sit here and you don't have. I'm not talking about you per se, but those watching. You're not going to sit here telling me that, oh, you don't think of sex. Just because you've never had sex or maybe if you've never thought of sex or you've never fantasized anything, maybe you really need to see somebody mm-hmm. because this is something this is a gift that we, are, we were born with. We need to have we need to know what happened to your gift. Mm-hmm. If you sit you here telling me that all you think about is how great is thy God. Let's be real.
2: <laughs> now let's go a little
0: bit deeper. Oh my God,
2: Odell. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot use the word deeper.
0: <laughs> you know, yes,
1: yes, you, you know that is that is very sexist. You, I'm telling you, when you use that word,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, let's let's just go in a profound, a more profound. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it? <laughs> Next. Okay. You know,
1: but here's the thing, guys. I don't do anything that I cannot enjoy, whatever mm-hmm. it is. yeah.
0: Right, yeah. Uh,
1: I don't talk. I would not, even folks who pay me to speak, I tell them I don't have time to speak to you if I'm not going to enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So,
1: the, this whole interaction, I want it to be beneficial to me in a sense that I can enjoy this. If it's not, yeah. then it's not for me. Mm-hmm. So, I really hope. The same is applied to you guys. You understand the idea of uh, enjoying life as we go.
0: Yes, yes of yes, course. Yes. And so now let's speak in terms of um, married couples. And a lot of there's this misconception that um, we're going to get into the orgasm aspect of mm-hmm. things here where women doesn't always or if they're not getting penetration or orgasm through penetration, then it's like something is wrong with them. Or something is not working, mm-hmm. you know, um, physically. How, how? What can you <laughs> tell us more about that concept? And is it a you know is it true or yeah. mis-
1: There are some females who are not orgasmic. If there's a medical problem that lead for you to not be orgasmic, then you need to check with your PCP. So we're not going to be talking to that population. I mean, there uh, is a true thing that there are times that someone might uh, not be orgasmic. We must also realize that most people fake on orgasm. A lot of times they don't have an orgasm. Uh, they want the guy to feel good, and they say they have one. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because most guys don't know how to give you an orgasm. Uh, sometimes they're not patient enough. Sometimes they don't know how to find it. And there are times that they don't care um so the notion of having an orgasm sex can be so there are two ways sex of practice it could be prostitution or within love that's basically what it is you could be you could have a husband but it's a prostitute sex is more like prostitution meaning that prostitution is i get what i want and get the hell out of your mm-hmm. face that's prostitution. I mean, I'm speaking by research, not by experience, wow. of course. <laughs> so, so, so that's prostitution. You give them $10 and then they give you a blowjob or whatever the case might be, they're mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. But when you are practicing sex with someone that you love, what you want to make sure is that you give that person what she wants and she gives you what you want. Mm-hmm. It's that exchange. That's what I say is two ways mm-hmm. is practice. Mm-hmm. So the notion of an orgasm there must be communication during the sexual encounter, uh, meaning that when the female is feeling it, she needs to let the guy know, hey, I like the way you are touching me. Stay there. Don't move. Men uh, can be pretty hard-headed and can be idiots at times that when they tell you to stay there, you have a tendency to keep going. The men must listen. When you are told to stay there, don't move. Mm-hmm. Then just stay there. Mm-hmm. Don't move and then if you listen then most likely you will get get her an orgasm the philosophy has always been she comes first you come next that's if you practice this you have a place to stay if not you might sleep in the garage
0: so just just to be a a little bit more specific now do you think that a female can have an orgasm another way and they don't necessarily have it through penetration and that's still okay as long as they get the oh, yeah, orgasm? Of course. Okay. Of course. That's oh, what yeah. I wanted there to are, put out because yes. for some people who might want to know about this because mm-hmm. I know people, a lot there of, are, you know, female talks about this and they're like, oh, yeah, oh
1: yes. Gonna, oh, yes. There are people who go to movie theaters and have an orgasm right there without being, you know, stimulated by a guy or anybody else. I have a patient who, uh, went to she went to a club dancing and she had no guys i mean she started creaming right in the middle of the club so you can uh you know the females know how to work their muscles to get to where they need to be
2: now what is the specific way i mean i know it doesn't apply to everybody
1: how to manual that we're going into
2: yes yes okay yes. <laughs> <laughs> We need the map. <laughs>
1: we need some
2: directions. That's here. gonna be
1: that's gonna be the next episode. That's gonna uh, stay
0: tuned. <laughs> oh no. I just people Go people i now.
2: <laughs> because you, you know go. something? Um sex sex education is now is now popular but it wasn't always a thing like and and even when they do sex education like in school and things and they're not talking about how you're gonna attend pleasure Mm -hmm. or where to touch or what's going on stay away from it stay away you can get pregnant you can get STDs STDs. and all of these things Mm -hmm. so everything else you have to learn with your partner or keep exploring to know what works and things like that but uh, there are things that are general you know, there are places in, in in the woman's body or men's body as well that just can get you there faster, right? Must be. <laughs> uh,
1: there are. That's an assumption. Oh. Mm. Because, so how do I do this without taking giving any examples? I mean, all right, let's just give examples. We're already here. Let's say that you are more stimulated when your nipples are being uh, touched. That doesn't necessarily mean that's the same for her. Now we have general assumptions. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like you go into a place. You have the you know what the city is, but you need the actual address. Mm-hmm. You know how to get to the city. So some females don't like their nipples to be stimulated. Some and they have and you have other females who like it to be stimulated in a uh, harder uh, fashion and a softer fashion. There are other ones that want their hair to be smelled. So it, you, we have gen- general ideas. Mm-hmm. But what is important, I've always encouraged folks, you have to become a student of your sexual partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A student simply means go. that you have to be willing to learn the spots. Right. Mm-hmm. And once you learn the spots, I mean, the sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. You can... Your words, somebody's words, you could be at a distance and the person who knows you, there's a certain sound that they can make and then they will just get you right where you need to be. As a matter of fact, that's a spiritual, let me give you the spiritual concept as for this as well. Uh, many uh, of the Jews argue that there's a special name for God, that it is not no one is a very special name mm-hmm. whenever you call god by that name that's a direct connection to him mm-hmm. you get to him so sexually once your partner becomes a student of you mm-hmm. there's something that he or she knows about you that's a direct connection to you getting uh getting hard or getting Uh, uh, getting horny or getting sexually stimulated I guess that's the clinical or whatever term that we're supposed to be using but we're talking to everyone we're not talking to an academic setting here Mm -hmm. so there's something that your partner will know about you he will simply make a sound and that sound will get you where he needs you to be or he will look at you a certain way that will get you there there's a place that he will touch you whereas when you have a new partner that partner will have to do more work to kind of right
2: figure right out. right 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 that's why marriage is so beautiful
0: it is it yeah, is because you have
2: a lifetime to discover each other and then you get to that point where you know each other exactly body. exactly right. mm-hmm.
0: and uh, i in speaking of marriage i want to talk about soul ties here because we don't often talk about i mean you i'm glad that you understand the spirituality aspect of things mm-hmm. where people don't understand okay when you sleep with, um, if you have multiple partners, or if you've slept with multiple partners, is there a part of you that is connected to them? Um, and how can you, um, I would say, process that into a new relationship or in, within your marriage? If you have a husband and you, you know, you were already sexually active pr- pr- prior to that to him or mm-hmm. to her, how is what are the impacts and how can you maneuver or heal? From that, well, and
1: is there danger think, as well in the I
0: multiple? I think this
1: is more of a spiritual question, as you uh, made a reference to. So, I will not be speaking of this from a scientific or research base. Uh, I can talk about personal, uh, you know, understanding if that makes any sense, and my understanding of religion as well. I do believe in what we call STDs spiritually transmitted disease mm. now uh, the voodoo even uh, argue that when you sleep with someone or even if you fantasize someone i'm saying that's what the voodoo argue if you fantasize someone the spirit of that person whom you are fantasizing also make peace with your own spirit and soul oh my God. that's the philosophy that's the voodoo philosophy for what it is now Christians also embrace the idea that, uh, you know, you sleep with someone, you sleep with their spirit. I do believe that we are more than the physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if the spirit is a spirit that is, is contradictory to your own spirit, then that could lead to some conflict. So now, as I understand spirit as well, if you get to Oakland where you You know, what is in you is greater than what is in that other spirit. You can also eventually, because there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ, that's Mm -hmm, the Christian mm -hmm, philosophy, mm -hmm. then it is also my understanding. You could uh, pray or intercede to break generational curse or any spiritual encounter that you have had over the years. So that's a mixture between the psychology and the Mm -hmm. spiritual thing that European psychology does not understand or that's not really validate that's more african psychology if that makes any sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so uh to answer your question yes i do believe that your spirit can sleep with somebody else's spirit and if that spirit get to a point where it creates any conflict then this is a time for you to consult your higher power and make sure that um what is in you is really greater than what was brought within you does that make sense God.
2: That was. This is so insightful and heavy. Spiritually transmitted Mm disease. Spiritual transmitted disease. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna just sit with this. Yeah. I have to process this. Well, in healing, in healing from that, and now I can understand. You know what? Everything that you just mentioned helped me understand the Bible better. Yeah, actually, because yeah. I feel like when the when we talk about you know not, not fantasizing about other partners, yeah, because it's like a sin. Because yeah. if you if you're thinking about somebody else, when the Bible said if you. If you covet, like if you look at somebody, then yep. you're already committing a sin. Mm. Like it, now it makes a lot of sense because if I'm looking at uh, another man and I'm yep. thinking of things, yep. but I'm like, oh yeah, I'm faithful to my partner. Mm-hmm. God says that you're not faithful. Like you've been looking around yep. and and I think that's why social media can be dangerous. There you go. My goodness. you think, I think is- you follow... The people on your page, like, you know, the people you liking and commenting and on, like, you're not doing anything. Yep. But, hey, you're commenting on somebody's booty. <laughs> 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 like... No, see, the I, Bible. Agree. I agree, and I think... It's
1: a, concept, it's a concept that I don't understand. Every time I look at social media, the person mm-hmm. want to get some clicks. All they do is turn around and shoot. And shoot <laughs> their, their butt. <laughs> I don't understand it. The pictures, What the hell do you have to take pictures of your butt? Who cares? I, I don't care.
0: <laughs> Obviously, everybody, <laughs> you know, everybody else so, does.
1: Well, of course. I'm yeah, the, my, yeah. I know, I'm not mm-hmm. the brightest, but mm-hmm. who cares? No, you know.
0: psychologically, I think so, that's just the way our generation is moving because it's like psychologically i think there's gonna be i think later on i don't know if you already know about this but maybe there is some studies that saying that social media is gonna be some new type of psychological um addiction they're
2: already in some places and i think you probably already um uh, I have heard about it as a psychotherapist. I'm a social worker. Um, where they call it um, social, um, media, social media Yeah, yeah. Social they call media. They has a, no. They have another name for it. Um, where they're actually putting it in the DSM as like mm-hmm. um, as like a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. somebody can get off social media and then it's just impacting your life, it's almost like an addiction. Um, social media becomes an addiction and everything, and they're yeah. considering it
0: as a. It's thing. social media disorder.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, it brings money. Um, I can understand this. Uh, this, yeah. this. The society is driven by money. I'm a, I, I love capitalism. I think uh, that's the only good thing in America. Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> there are some other good things in America, but the capitalism is one of the better things in America. So I'm not going to go against capitalism, but right. at the same time, I think there are plenty of ways to make money mm-hmm. uh, without selling myself. That's just me.
2: Good. That's great. Such a beautiful conversation. This was a great conversation.
0: I feel like we just unpacked so much, but yes. in just a condensed <laughs> time. And I'm so grateful for this conversation, Dr. Mm-hmm. JC. This was really good. Um before we end, we like to always ask a uh, one word um that you can over like and generally describe that you can think of when it comes to sexual wellness and or mental wellness.
1: Well, I've I've always since we are in a spiritual mindset. Uh, I was on the radio, uh, every time I talk on the radio, I always tell them, or in the church as well, sex is like the Holy Spirit in the church. Mm -hmm. When the sexual life of a relationship is well, we can overcome a lot of big problems. Mm -hmm. The same thing when you have the Holy Spirit in the church, Mm -hmm. you overcome a lot of big problems. When there is no Holy Spirit in the church, all small disagreements, is a big deal no one can handle that Mm -hmm. the same thing when there's not good sexual wellness in a couples in a relationship small disagreement get blown out of proportion it becomes a big deal Mm -hmm. same thing in sports if we are winning you know we can go through a lot like kobe and shaq type of Mm -hmm. thing we're winning Mm -hmm. but when we are losing you look at me the wrong way. I want to fight you. Yeah. So I want everyone to understand that the importance of uh, sexual well-being in a household, uh, in a relationship, take care of the person that you have, um, get laid, listen to the person, and do the best that you can.
2: <laughs> That's good. Mine is a divine diva. I want to. On- well, okay, we don't have time to unpack that, but I like that.
0: Yeah, my word is divine. Intention. Intention. I love that.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Mine is get laid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And
0: that's what we're hitting with today. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dr. JC, for being here. Just tell the people where they can find you, you know, what projects you have going on so that they can follow you. Mm -hmm. I know this will, you know, come out the following year, but, you know. For everybody right. who's listening to us, like just let us. Just see.
1: check our website, dot com. That's probably more of the, jessiebelazare was the writing component, but bellazarepsychological.com is where you could find all the information about what we do. Um, so I'm going to leave you with the words of Victoria Go, change your opinion, keep your principle, change your leaves, but keep your roots where it is planted.
0: Well, on that note, we, you know, guys, you, you heard it all. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your support, and I'm gonna remind you to mind
2: your wellness because it's your business. Thank you, Doctor Jesse. <laughs> Thank you. Dr. Thank you.
1: Take care, guys. Thank bye, you. Bye,
2: guys. <laughs>